Welcome back, one and all, to the Our Outdoors portion of your weekend. I'm your host, Nick Simonson, outdoors writer with my materials online at NewsDakota.com and DakotaEdge.com. Great to be with you here as we sort of push pause on spring. We had a wonderful March. I find myself asking for March weather, which I don't think has ever happened before. But when you're out there on the water, those 50 and 60 degree days have been replaced by 25, 35, 45 degrees in rain, sleet, and snow. So definitely a sharp, sudden shift in the conditions we were experiencing. But a lot of folks are getting out there and having a ton of fun. Pike running, walleyes running, finding some crappies, finding some trout. A lot of opportunities on the landscape, as always as we get set for hopefully a warm-up coming up here in the near future. And a lot of excitement brewing out there as well as we get into that magical start of the spring fishing season. And along with that comes deer application time. Obviously in May we look forward to the lottery, people putting their information in to hopefully get drawn for those tags. And there's a lot of great information up at NewsDakota.com and DakotaEdge.com first about how to maximize your opportunities in the lottery. Doug Lear had a great piece talking about how you can get more points or how the lottery plays out to give you more advantages when you apply year after year or maybe you're not drawing a tag or maybe you want to do some research and find a unit as that's coming up pay attention to those tips another great uh, release from the north dakota game and fish department was a four percent increase in firearms deer success last year by hunters across the state that's right jumped from 64 percent back in 2019 to 2020's 68 percent so a lot of folks found success out there so keep that in mind as we get ready for the lottery portion of your deer season. Obviously very early talking about deer, but we love to do it anyways. But we'll get back to the topic of fishing. Talking with BJ Kratz, the fisheries supervisor for the North Dakota Game and Fish Department in the southeastern district of North Dakota. He has what's happening on the landscape and in the waters in the area around us. That's coming up right after the break. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Neither rain nor wind nor snow nor sleet will keep us from thinking about spring fishing. And for that, we have BJ Kratz on the line. He is the Southeast District Fisheries Supervisor for the North Dakota Game and Fish Department. As always, BJ, great to have you back on the show. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Good to be here. Yeah, it's fantastic to have that insight as we're looking at the fisheries around southeastern North Dakota. Looking ahead to 2021 and the open water season, how are the lakes and rivers shaping up in your region? Well, pretty good. It's quite a difference from last spring. We're down in water a little bit, probably 12 to 18 inches on the average on a lot of our places. There isn't much for flows in the rivers this year, simply because of the lack of runoff in general. But we've been in a lot worse shape for this time of year in years past, so I'm I'm optimistic about the, the summer. Sure, and that's good to know going forward that things are still sitting pretty good. Have you seen anything in terms of winter kill on the lakes around the southeastern district? We really haven't, and I guess you'd kind of expect that for the mild winter that we've had, but basically only really one small impoundment where we observed a few dead fish here a few weeks back as the ice came off. Uh, We had a a couple that were getting close to that area where you have to wonder about it, but uh, overall we came through the winter very well, and our lakes are uh, as full of fish as they were last fall. That's good to hear. They're still swimming out there. And you referenced it earlier with those water levels dropping from almost historic highs back in 2019. Do you have concern on those lower rivers regarding spawn of of fish like northern pike, which are probably wrapping up and maybe walleyes coming up in the the next week or so? Any concerns at all about uh, natural reproduction? You know, we supplement a lot of fisheries with our pretty rigorous stocking program that we have in North Dakota. But in general, 
you know, there's going to be species that are, are hurt a little more than others. And as you mentioned, northern pike are one of the fish species. They rely on that higher spring inflows and so forth and, and fresher water to successfully reproduce. And we do not have that this year. But that being said, you know, last year was rather exceptional in the amount of water that we had. And we, we have had some pretty good, you know, recruitment from the 2020 year class and so forth. So I think that we're in good shape, although we're probably not going to have much in terms of natural reproduction production for pike and to some extent probably perch too, which isn't always bad. A lot of lakes can become a little overpopulated with perch. They're very prolific and so it doesn't hurt not to have great spawning conditions for perch every year because it just allows those ones that are there to grow a little better or, or bigger. So sometimes it's a good thing. Talk about that stocking. Obviously, that helps fuel a lot of those smaller fisheries, those slew-type fisheries. How does stocking, particularly of walleye, factor into the southeastern district? Well, it's pretty important. This year, basically, you know, we've got a, had a record walleye request for the state uh, in general. And I think all, all districts, you know, the whole part of the state had higher requests than they typically do. It And it got to the point, actually, where we had to scale back a little bit, which is the first time in a long time. So that being said, you know, we had a few exceptional years, the last several, and a lot of our lakes that we scaled back on a little bit to facilitate the numbers that the hatcheries can produce will probably be in just fine shape just because we've had pretty good recruitment through the years. But, yeah, the stocking program, obviously, in a lot of our smaller lakes and impoundments where natural reproduction doesn't occur very often, it's really important to keeping those walleye fisheries up and running. We're talking with B.J. Kratz, Southeast Fisheries District Supervisor for the North Dakota Game and Fish Department. Another stocking that I have encountered recently on a visit to my home flow of the Cheyenne River uh, is the muskie population that's been going into Lake Ashtabula. How is that stocking going, and what drives the decision to stock pure versus hybrid fish that we've seen in recent years on the lake? Well, that's a good question. It was a basically an experimental thing. Muskies have been stocked in Lake Ashtabula through the last several decades periodically, and it was never very regularly. And it certainly wasn't very consistently with in, in terms of sizes and so forth. Sometimes it was small fingerlings, sometimes it might have been advanced fingerlings, sometimes it was fry and so forth. So it was very difficult to say for sure that the lake was going to be a success or not, but we were able to come into some larger fish, basically, that started what we have now, and anytime you can stock, you know, young adults, you know, your money ahead, so to speak, in, in terms of the, their ability to survive in a, in a new environment. Based on the last several years, what dictates uh, what we're stocking more than anything is basically the availability of a particular species, whether it be the you know the tiger muskies that we have stocked there or the pures. We do not have any muskie reproduction for the most part in North Dakota, and we don't produce any in our hatcheries. So we have to get those from other states. And sometimes other states have a surplus, so to speak, of those, and sometimes they don't. And it just depends on what is available. Yep, that makes sense. Wrapping up here with B.J. Kratz, Southeast Fisheries District Supervisor for the North Dakota Game and Fish Department. B.J., we'll hit some favorite spring species, and then we'll wrap things up. What's your pick for the best crappie fishing in the Southeastern District coming up in 2021? 
Well, you know, that kind of depends to some extent on where you're at in your fishing career, so to speak. You know, some folks like fewer and bigger fish, and some people like a lot of action with the potential to catch a nicer fish. And that being said, you know, it's it's tough. It really is difficult to beat in a place like Jamestown Reservoir simply because the fish are readily available and they're easily caught, particularly in May and so forth when they're in the shallows and accessible by shore fishermen. On the flip side, a place like Lake Ashtabula has a lot fewer numbers, you may go out there and not catch any crappies if you're not in the right spot. If you happen to be in an area where, you know, a shallower area in the, in the spring and get some heat and stuff, you could certainly get into them and you have a fair chance of catching larger fish in there. There's just not as many. That's right, whether it's size or action. We look also to walleye, another popular spring fish, and really all year round. What's your pick for the best walleye fishing in the region? That's kind of a difficult question. We've got so many different lakes. You know, as I mentioned last year, kind of going into to the winter with the drier conditions and the water levels receding and so forth, sometimes that creates better action in places simply because you lose the productivity or you're just shrinking your environment to produce food and those fish are the adult fish are still there they're not going to perish in, in one year so it condenses them a little bit and they become a little more potentially active for, for presentations rather than the natural food base it kind of collapses as, as production goes down but that being said there's uh, you know mallard marsh is a good example of a, of a fishery that has you know a lot of fish in it does get angled fairly hard but like so many other places you know you'll have a few years of, of intense effort and good catches and then you know a year that's not so good and people kind of filter away and go somewhere else and then it kind of rests the system and pretty soon your fishery bounds back again and you have another round of great action and I, I kind of forecast that for that this year because we had such great rearing conditions last spring early summer it was able to really make those fish grow when there's a pretty, a pretty good surplus right now fish in that 17 inch range which is a good feeder size yeah definitely a lot of opportunities you've laid out there on the table for folks bj we thank you so much for the work that you do for fisheries and anglers in the southeast and of course for being on the show today thanks so much you bet thanks Nick. so some great options laid out there by fisheries supervisor bj kratz with the north dakota game and fish department grab your rods get some new line grab those jigs and your favorite lures and get out there and hit the water particularly as things warm up here again and we get a little bit more of a spring feel and if you do i'm sure i'll see you in our outdoors